Welcome to the Love Reaching Community's Sermon of the Week. For more information pertaining to the life of the church, please visit our website at lrcchurch.co.za. The book of Hebrews is there to talk to us in how we approach God. The main thing. You read through the different chapters and you can see Jesus represented as high priest. Jesus represented a sacrificial lamb, the supreme sacrifice given for you and for me. Hebrews 1, Father we read your word in the presence of you Holy Spirit. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things through whom also He created the world. He, Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by the word of His power. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is much more excellent than theirs. Sorry. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, Jesus, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes them angel, his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And it says, and you, Lord, laid the foundations of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe. You will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I made your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are there not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Father, we pray that you bless your word as we read it, Father. Dear God, this is what is alive. This is what's active. This is what brings life. Bless your, your word as it is read among your living stones, your church, God. Amen. You're going to have to allow me to first clean my nose. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a charismatic church and I was taught about Jesus in a fundamental, rudimentary, basic way. Jesus is the Son of God who was given a sacrifice for me. Sure. We got that. And then, later on, as we discover the Word, it says that 
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. You grow up and you are presented with a triune God, the Trinity, and the teaching of it. And I've often said, if you don't have a full grasp on that, you are robbing yourself of a, a big part of understanding God, understanding His Word. But I felt that in approaching God, as we go into Hebrews, that if we do not have an understanding and a firm grasp on Jesus, supreme Jesus, fullness of Jesus, that we're going to not be able to approach Him in the way that we should. In the season that we are, but much more than that, <laughs> like, He's after us. He showed it this morning in how He pursued us in worship. He's after us. And before we even get to knowing what He wants us to do in this season, He wants us just to know Him. Do you get that? That's the intimate God that we serve. In verse 1 it says, Long time ago, just like a, a Disney fairy tale starts, Long, long time ago. And this entire portion that we read almost sets the scene to like some fantasy movie that is now poised at this point. Did he not say this to the sun? And we can see the next scenes opening up where the sun is seated and war is coming and they are getting ready for this. And, and he speaks quite eloquently about Jesus. And it rolls off as you read it. It's a comfortable passage to read, not so. But when you start to look at more things, I found it hectically confusing. I found challenge to my very core. Like I'm, I'm God. I don't think I grasp Jesus at all. <laughs> like in the last days he spoke by his son he speaks about probably the most authoritative voices that used to be in Israel the, the prophets they brought the voice on the, 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 the message from the Lord and what they said came to be that's how they knew they were prophets the prophets that are cited in the Bible are not prophets because they said something that still had to be fulfilled many things that they said established them as the voice of God and he says he used to speak by that authoritative voice you know, when they came and they said that there will be fire and drought, guess what? There was fire and drought. He says, but those voices are nothing compared to the voice of my son. Then he carries on. You know, the writer sets the scene here for Jesus being the authoritative voice compared to what was the authoritative voice to these Hebrew people that are, are reading this. And then he goes, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. Does it not perplex you? The heir, but the heir created the entire world. And this is the first time when I'm confronted with this dichotomy and this thing of do I understand that Jesus was heir, heir meaning legal person that will inherit upon the death of someone else, the full estate, property, everything that person owns, but also the title of that person, the heir. So, according to this sentence, he was the heir, but then later it says he was also 